What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome back to the one and only Cavs the Podcast, featuring commentary from all of your favorite Cavs the Blog bloggers. Cavs a podcast. Nate Smith. Evil genius. Tom Pestak. Evil genius with his own Netflix show breaking soon. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's in, yeah. No. no, no. It's <laughs> just called. It's just called Evil Genius. Oh. Well, I mean that could be a thing. So it like... could be a thing. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> there you go. But um, we were just uh, in the break. I mean, the Cavs did win, but we were talking about the Ali LaForce question to LeBron about. Uh, Greg Popovich's wife who passed today and uh, yeah. the news broke either right before the game or I think it broke during the game. It and, did break during the game. And LeBron clearly caught off guard. And uh, I guess he was very emotional about it. I mean, yeah. when someone tells you like, oh, someone someone died while you were playing a game and it was and it's somebody that you're close to. I mean, he seemed, I mean, he seemed pretty choked up about it. And I mean. It was it was a weird question to ask after the other questions she'd been asking and just trying to like throw that in at the end. And I guess I'm sure someone was in her ear at at uh, TNT saying like, "Ask the question, ask the question about Popovich's wife." But like, still, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit I, low rent. I don't think we needed that. And on top of that, what I was saying before is that like, I, if you're the Cavs media guys, like, how do you not give LeBron a heads up about something like that? You know he's going to get interviewed after the game. I mean, these guys have to be on Twitter and social media all all game long to to see what track, what else is going on, and what have you. This was all over. I, I mean, this was I mean, all over Twitter. Yeah, that's fine, but it's during the game. I mean, you, you really want to be like distracting LeBron with stuff. Well, happening I think he after, saying... after the after the game. I think you you could yeah. say something because oh, literally. Oh, so they... I, don't know why. I didn't realize you're talking. So this happened after the game. I thought this was a sideline. No, 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 like, no. After no, sport no post yeah. post game. He was the interview post game. Oh. Who knows? Maybe they grabbed him before the guys could could say anything. To well, him, usually still, what like, happens if you watch what happens after the game. Usually the media person literally goes and talks to LeBron first because they know that that's who the media is going to want to interview first. So, but you know, you never know. It's uh, without knowing the whole story. It, I have a hard time casting blame, but yeah. 
But I'm not an evil genius. So. Well, at any rate, that's really bad, awful about Pop's wife. Really sorry yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, she'd been sick for a long time. I guess I don't know with with what, but um, but yeah, it's just it's look, it's it reminds you that that this is just a game that it does, grown yeah. men play and and I remember I felt that way about um, uh, Flip Saunders when he passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a tough one. Yeah, and I, you know all those years. I mean, I didn't dislike Flip Saunders, but, you oh, know, he was I ragged coach. on him hardcore. <laughs> well, he was the coach of the team that, you know, I hated. And, and you know, it's you, you do need to be reminded from time to time that sports should, you know, enrich life, complement life, but they aren't life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a little sobering. In better news, the Cavs won. Uh, what was the final score? One hundred to ninety-seven. Yeah, it should it shouldn't have been. It should have been one hundred to ninety-four. But Oladipo was stab padding at the end. So, by the way, that that last ditch three Oladipo tried where he airballed it. What a terrible shot! Yeah, like, where he missed. Maybe like, he maybe he shot the last one just to prove that he could still hit him. But. I guess. Hey, you know what? I am the the opinion don't give a shot guy a shot like that because you don't want him to get his rhythm before the next game. So Yeah. Uh I always say when you're at the gym and you practice and you always end on a make, so Yeah. yeah. Words, <laughs> words of wisdom from Coach Nate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would take Coach Nate over Coach Lou. Uh, oh, you still you still not I, convinced? I feel not like, at all. Not at like, all. Dude, like LeBron scored forty six points this game, bailed Tyloo yeah, out. Yeah, on like eighty five percent shooting. And I really feel like Chetty needs to be in this rotation because the Cavs just look outmatched physically against this Pacer team. They're just not that quick. I I credit Jr. for at least in the fourth quarter having the stamina to not be any slower than he was in the first three quarters when he well, just kept getting he was great by. The, he was great in the first Look, quarter, dude, which that, you didn't you know, watch. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. I, I did not Hestek watch the first out. quarter. <laughs> Hashtag hey, fake news. I, I, can't, I can't really <laughs> talk because I didn't watch the first game, which yeah. was no great loss. But No, it but, was not. But, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, it sorry. just feels like when JR, when JR locks in like this on defense, he just can't doesn't have this the the stamina or bandwidth to be also good on offense. He only took three shots and granted LeBron was taking all the shots tonight, but still you know, you, you would like for him to be a little more aggressive. He made a few passes out of out of plays where he probably should have shot the ball. He had one drive that he made an ill advised pass when he should have just shot it or laid it up. Um well- you know, but but his defense was great. Like that that play was he had maybe the defensive play of the game oh, yeah. when he was isolated on Oladipo yeah. in the backcourt. He, he got the tip steal. Yeah, that was yeah. a well, great play. Oladipo. And then the and then the weight on the sl- the weight on the on the to let him fly by and get the the layup on the <laughs> other the end. Break too. Top you know, Gun fly right by. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I'm bringing it closer. What? You're gonna yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Is uh, that Tim Robbins that says that? You're gonna what? No, that's not that's not Tim Robbins. That's Goose first, and then it's Merlin later. Yeah, no. Merlin's Tim Robbins. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Merlin is Tim Robbins. So <laughs> Tom and I are also old. <laughs> what up, Nate? <laughs> I love me some Top Gun. <laughs> yep, me too. Yeah, that's one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies for sure. It's a great guilty pleasure movie. 
The last time I saw it, I was in Long Beach watching it in Spanish. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is why, gr- why did that happen? That is a great story that I, I'm sure I've told you that before. Well, I, can't, I don't remember this story. And I you haven't sh- told that on a podcast yet? No, I don't think so. Why don't, don't you save God. it for the end? Yeah, yeah. Put, the put, end. put it or in your pocket for the end. Let's I- talk about the cabs for... for- <laughs> 30 minutes and then you can tell the story about Spanish Top Gun in Long Beach. So Um, let me take you through the stats here a little bit. If I told you that the Spurs were going to shoot 53% to the Cavs, 51%. You mean the Pacers? The Pacers, yeah. 36 rebounds to 30 rebounds, 17 turnovers to 15 turnovers. Who would you tell me was going to win that game? Uh, Probably the Pacers. Right. Well, it all came down to three-point shooting because the Cavs hit 11 of 28, good for 29%, and the Spurs hit 6 of 22, which is a difference of... You keep calling them the Spurs. They're not the Spurs. I know. I got the Spurs in my brain. (laughs) Sorry. The Popovich thing. Difference of five points, which is pretty much the the difference in the game. Um, The diff? Sorry. Go ahead. The diff? Yeah. I mean... It was a six-point game before the garbage time three. The Cavs raced out to a big lead and pretty much held on for the rest of the game. Yeah, they slowly bled points away quarter to quarter. It was like yeah. there was a three points in the, after the second, and then five points in the third. They only scored 16 points in the third. The problem is two things happened. And again, I, I understand Ty Lue is is sounds i didn't watch it but from what i understand sounded confident in the post game and he's going to go with the same starting lineup and look to be fair yes it was a it was a it was a shake up to go go small and go kevin at the 5 and lebron with with rodney hood george hill and Kyle Korver. fine however the all of that's qualified by two things that happened. LeBron James went nuts, scored 20 points in the first quarter on his own personal mission to say, oh, you want me to be aggressive, Ty? Here's aggressive. I'm yeah, going to yeah. go. He scored take, the first gonna, 16 points. And assisted on or scored the first 19. So it's that. And then Victor Oladipo got two fouls within the first two minutes and basically sat out big stretches of the first half. I mean, the dude only played 28 minutes, and he still had 22 points. So, oh yeah, he was a monster this game. Well, he, but that's the problem is that he's yeah. those two things combined, and it's still just a what should have been a six point win technically because yeah. the last three was garbage. But still, this is the this is the problem in looking at this is that the Cavs had great intensity with their defense early, and then. It's it just sort of waned in the middle quarters, and then they yeah. seem to crank it back up again in the in the fourth for for stretches. But I mean, like LeBron said himself in the post game, you know they got lucky. They got lucky that that Oladipo like airballed that shot the way he did because he was wide. Oh open yeah, because three. they ran uh, a basically an off ball screen for Oladipo, and he got a wide open look. Um, yeah. And he just missed it, and they missed. Several. What do you? What? No, you're, are we talking about the same play? He caught the he caught the pass, and he was like eight feet behind the line, and he never sh- he should have taken a dribble and pulled up and stepped into it, and instead he took an excuse me like off balance shot. No, we're talking about the one with like a minute left. Oh, uh, yeah, that was okay, the big okay. one that he missed. 
Well, yeah. okay, so yeah. we got lucky there, but they got yeah. unlucky with Darren Collison hitting that completely ridiculous three. Yeah, Collison point. didn't do much till the fourth quarter, but man, yeah. he he was well, the difference in that. The one quarter. three he hit, I mean, was a nice shot. There's a hard closeout, but he you know was in the corner. He was set. He stuck it. But that second one he hit with like a minute and a half. Oh like, yeah, that was a prayer. Patently ridiculous. And yeah, the Pacers had a few of those prayers in oh, this game. Like oh, Sabonis had a prayer yeah, and that like tip like off the glass shot. Yeah. yeah, that was nuts. When the Cavs, I mean, I will give the Cavs this. They played some really good defense, and when you play good defense for four quarters. And you don't let guys get in a rhythm. Their odds that they make that fourth quarter shot are a lot lower. I mean, the the Pacers did not get nearly as many open looks that game. Um, the Cavs did no, a really they good job. Feasted in the paint, though. Well, and that was part of the game plan. But yeah, I I see what you're saying. I mean, the Cavs did a really good job of crowding. Oladipo at times, and and the trick on him is if you can get a body into him on the perimeter, he's not a wiggle guy. He's not a guy that's going to shake you with a crossover as much. He wants to back up and run at you because he's more of a straight line driver. It's like John Wall. Yeah, but he's really good at contorting himself at the rim to get shots. Yeah, Yeah. he's a fantastic finisher. But you're right. You have to stop him on the perimeter. You can't let him have this this ten foot run up to run you know running either, racing to the yeah. basket Even LeBron or, or did that pull and... it up from three yeah. yeah i mean if you read david's wood shop today which was great about yeah. you know letting oladipo run into his shots you you can't do that so no no you can't and they continue to let it happen which is why again on a, on the plus side the Cavs have held indiana under 100 points both games on the downside they're not scoring they don't, 130. They, well, and they're not making adjustments either. Like, like again, Indiana missed some shots tonight. They they yeah. missed some threes. Well, they made like, some adjustments, but yeah, they did. But look, Oladipo still only played 28 minutes, and he went two for, two of eight from three. Yeah, like they did a good job. They did a better job on him, but not not on him, the driver. And they gave up way too many easy buckets to Turner in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you. They that. look like they're they on offense. They look like they've never played together. I'm watching, you know, guys run into each other on the perimeter, both going to the same spot to try to fill up the empty space, like four times in the third quarter and second quarter. I watched Jr. and like George Hill or Rodney Hood or Jordan Clarkson run into each other, and it's just like, well, that is pointless because now no one even needs to guard you guys because you're in each other's way. Well, they played. And, Sorry, go ahead. Well, it just feels to me like, you know, and Larry Nance Jr., I, I love the guy, but, man, I, I have been not impressed with his hands. Like, I feel like so many balls are getting on his hands, and then and then he just doesn't wind up with it. Yeah. This feels to me like a series where the Cavs really need to focus on things like rebounding and energy and just let LeBron, like, shoot 30 times, and you'll probably win every game. Yeah. Like, I don't – I'm watching Rodney Hood, like – take a pull-up two in the second quarter, and I'm thinking, nope, we do not need that. Of course, he misses it. It's just yeah. like, that's a waste. That's an empty possession. But he hit his first one, and it looked good. Yeah. Well, the other part of that... But the Cavs that, don't need that. They I don't mean, know. Rodney but here's, this is the problem. But, but that's the problem. It's the catch-23, right? It's the catch-23 <laughs> nice. of, like, if... Nice. The catch-23. If LeBron, I love it. If LeBron beasts like this, 
None of the other guys touched the ball enough. Like he only had five assists tonight, even though he probably could have had twice that if guys were hitting their shots. But guys were hot early, and then they started to cool off because they started standing around and not getting the ball. So it's it's well, trade off. Run a lot of those ISO sets too, where it would be four guys on the other side of the court and then LeBron on the right block. So you know, part of that's by design. No, I, I understand, but that's the like I'm like I'm saying it's catch twenty three. It's it's you get. Well, here's what I, here's what I'm saying. What is the difference between playing Rodney Hood and Chetty Osmond? It's obvious. Rodney Hood is an inferior defensive player, and Chetty Osmond is an inferior offensive player. Oh, I so agree with you there. I, I agree would, with you there. I, would, I, I don't know I would, if he's an inferior offensive player. I mean, Rodney well, okay. Hood had two awful turnovers tonight okay, where he just but, dribbled off well, his own foot. I watched the game at the end of the season where the Cavs lost because Chetty missed back-to-back wide-open threes. No, and not back-to-back, back-to-back-to-back. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I get that Lou doesn't trust him offensively. Yeah, but he was the guy that helped them actually get within yeah. striking yeah. distance. Well, right? and that game, fine. But, and if his half. name was Jeff Green, that would be allowed. Well, and that's why I think, you know what, I, I, I'm okay with substituting, you know, energy guys and, you know, ma- namely in this case, Osman. And he, even a little more, I could do with a little more uh, Calderon at times. You know, I mean, the Cavs tried out a lineup with no point guard and no LeBron, and that's well, when speed went from fifteen down to like well, six. Because their point guard, because their point guard had five fouls in the third quarter and fouled out of the game, yeah. and then their backup point guard had four fouls. So this was in the yeah. second quarter. Yeah, before that. Okay, had he still Jeff, had he still had, had four fouls before halftime. They had Jeff Green. You know. Well, they had Clarkson running the point. Well, Clarkson's near... not a point guard. Well, okay, stop yelling. I no, thought I... Clarkson <laughs> in the fourth did not play too bad. <laughs> um, he didn't force well, too much. He yeah. had some good. I think you brought up Nate. He had, he had a, a really good box out under the hoop. Yeah, and then uh, he 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 actually had he actually took the ball to the hole when they absolutely needed somebody to do that and got a and got a a, a layup there. But yeah, I thought man, Kevin Love played a gutsy game too that three he hit in the fourth was huge yeah the other yeah but Thad Young's a bad matchup for him on the glass I think and and defensively too he he got stripped a couple of times by Thad and and he, he looked like he got fouled a couple of times by Thad too but it wasn't but there were no calls coming for Kevin yeah and Kevin Love. I feel not- like the only oh, sorry I was gonna I feel like the only calls Kevin ever ever actually gets is on the perimeter when he does his yeah, banana yeah. And tailpipe Which is move. Probably the one move he shouldn't get the call for. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. No, you're right though. Because was... I was sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was getting frustrated when the Pacers were really ratcheting up the defensive intensity and just a lot of holding and a lot of arm bars and things like that. And then the Cavs got called for two offensive fouls and. I, I, I thought they were fouls, but it's just sort of like the refs were letting so much fish. Oh, yeah, Lance go. Stevenson got away with it like three times. Yeah, you got to let guys like clear the defender's arms off them. If they flop at that point, you got to yeah. let it go because you're letting the defenders initiate all that contact. Initiative. But this is what I thought they, they brought Perk up while they signed Perk for. Like put him in for a minute or two just to lay somebody out and get the refs to, to start calling the game tighter. Yeah, I agreed. And LeBron got that flagrant, and they still were, you know, letting guys, you know, go off. 
Yeah, I loved I loved how Chris Webber was trying to trying to to downplay that it shouldn't have been a flagrant, and he was he was going for the ball. If you look in the top view, it's like, dude, he had his arms around his neck. <laughs> yeah, well, I was so fortunate to get the Cavs had a local feed tonight, so getting the uh, Fox Sports game, I was like, oh, Chris Webber and Marv, I can't tell the difference between Larry Nance and Kevin Love, Albert. Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a much better game to watch with those. Feet. And the other thing that they showed that I doubt got showed on ESPN is Kevin Love. That one he got on Oladipo was kind of a makeup call because on the yeah, previous yeah. play, Oladipo Thad- shoved Jr. down to the floor. Well, and Thad and he Young, landed on his leg. Yeah, he didn't give him a space to land, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was impressed with Love getting back on defense because I didn't yeah. realize he actually hit the deck. And then on the replay they showed, he hit the deck in pain because he got back pretty quick. So no. he yeah. was he was really grinding in this game. Um, well, you know, big success, but I, I thought he had a really gutsy effort. Well, it, it looks like, I mean, if you believe Ty Lue, it looks like he his thumb's going to be okay for Friday Lou said after the game he just jammed his thumb, but yeah. he's good to go. So we'll see. I mean, that's it looked like a dislocation from the replay they showed on ESPN, but you know who, yeah, but who knows? Can't you, I mean, if it's his non-shooting hand, I mean, you can still play with it. Yeah, but it's the one he thumb. broke, though. Yeah, but oh. it's not his. It was a different. It, that was his metacarpal, not his. Like it was the other side of his hand, not the thumb. Oh, uh, get all medical yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah, come on, Nate. Medic, metacarpal. Nate, Nate doesn't know that the Cavs are playing the Pacers, but he knows like the metacarpal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My mind works in mysterious ways. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> so you guys, so so let's so I'm I just taking a poll here, like so so you guys are okay with with how the series is going so far? Well, I feel this game great, was actually. an improvement. I mean, let's. But, well, they yeah. won. That was the improvement, I guess. Well, right? I, the energy from start to finish was much better. Yeah, the defense was better. I will agree that the energy was better in the first half. I I feel like they 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 had a real third quarter letdown and and let these guys right back into the game. Oh, and then yeah. and then Collison woke up in the fourth quarter and so they had their hands full, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, let me give you my take on the fourth, because I kind of felt like the fourth quarter, they had to play the bench lineup to basically buy minutes for LeBron. Yeah. And then LeBron came back on. They were up eight. And then they kept three of the guys, Clarkson and Nance and Green, out there who'd been out for pretty much 12 straight minutes. And they yeah. got beat right away by four. Just You could tell it was just they were tired and missing their shots. And it's like, why did you leave those guys in there? There's only five minutes and change left in the game, get your, you know, get your starters back in, get the mainline guys back in. And I guess the only answer I have is because Tyler doesn't understand rotations. I, I, yeah, I don't know. And then the other side of that, um, but they did have enough down the stretch to kind of keep them at bay. And I mean, they took a couple dumb shots, that three point shot by LeBron over on the left wing. Yeah. Was, that was not a good. That was that not a good. Was, he was going for the win. He was yeah. going for the dagger, and and had it gone, it would have been. But yeah, well, the other part it was of that a bad that's, miss. That's part of that prevent offense where you're not going to give away a break on the other end either. So yeah. no, but they make some weird choices, and they have like well, like yeah, I, I like let's like Rodney him. Hood. I don't think Rodney Hood should ever be handling the ball at the top of the key because oh my God. he makes some really God. bad. 
he, he's very i think because he's tall too like he's he's because he's six eight you forget that but he, he just doesn't have the best like handle and i mean he does when he's driving but when he's just kind of like looking for people at the top of the key I, it seems re- like he is real easy to turn it over and that's the worst place when you're playing a team like indiana because they're just there's nobody between them and the hoop then they're just gonna, it's an easy two yeah i'll yeah i'll uh i'll agree with you there i mean i rodney hood i have you know he had an awful uh rpm this year and i have not been impressed with him in anything other than very brief stints yeah same here i mean he, well, he did have two he did have twins today so i guess we'll, yeah. we can we can throw that into the mix but he didn't. Well, I'm just saying he missed. Well, but he <laughs> his wasn't wife there. did. His wife did. That, but would, he be wasn't a, that there. would be a bigger story. Ali LaForce might have asked yeah. about that. But he he wasn't there. He wasn't there for the for the the shoot around, and he wasn't there for practice. And he raced back from the hospital so he could be there for the game. <laughs> I love the way you said that. Well, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> That that's a total dad joke. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but you yeah. look. We've all had kids. You've been you've been through that. It's like this is if these are his. I don't know if these are his first two kids, but it sounded like it was. He's yeah. not. A, he's still a young guy. No, so. I mean, yeah, good for him. And I I had forgotten about that. He definitely had some. As as we would say back in the day, he had a couple boners, and <laughs> you know where he kind of really screwed up. But yeah. Um, Thankfully, they got well. The funny thing is, is I think both those turnovers did not result in points, and uh, I think the Cavs ended up getting back and stopping the break. Well, the other one that was bizarre is LeBron. The Cavs got one point out of that flagrant foul. Yeah, yeah, Uh, which I thought was just like you know this is a chance to get at least a four point possession here, and getting one was kind of free throws were not good. Three free throws were not good tonight. Yeah, well, LeBron was ten of thirteen. I mean. 77%. 77%. That's pretty good for him. He I the, rest of the, the rest of the team was missing, too. I, I mean, want to know yeah. what JR's percentage is on the first free throw, because I feel like it's like 20%, and then he <laughs> usually makes the second one, Yeah, and thus he maintains like a 69 or 70% free throw rate for his career. But, I mean, that guy is like, you can bank on him missing the first free throw. Like, and it just shows, I mean... He's just a rhythm shooter, and he just can't get into rhythm at the free throw line until he's missed that first one, and then he yeah. adjusts and puts the second one in. Yeah. But I wanted to follow up with you guys talking about the prevent offense because the Cavs do that way too much, and I hate that. So I wanted to point out and I guess kind of give him props for that out of bounds. Oh, um, that was play. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, because the shot clock had been reset, so the Cavs had a twenty-four second shot clock, and there was under two minutes, I think, or it was close to two minutes. So they totally yeah, could have just tried to milk. They they totally could have milked the clock, and they right away bang 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 scored. So I was like, man, I didn't yeah. see that coming. And maybe and LeBron wasn't even involved, right? It was it yeah. was they kind of used LeBron Hill Hill Corver and Nance, yeah, yeah, because he he threw it to Corver, um, uh, flaring out on the kind of the left mid post, and then. Hill came off the inbounds line under the under the basket on the left side and then hit a cutting Nance uh yeah. for the for the bucket. It was sweet. 
Yeah, Man, or... Somebody just posted Rodney Hood had almost as many babies as he had points. SMH. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he did have as many babies as turnovers. Hey, so. you got to keep your family. You got to keep the family out of it. Actually, yeah. actually we're talking he about didn't have those babies. Yeah, he didn't have the babies, but yeah, his wife did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually liked I liked what Nance did tonight, even though he didn't score a lot. I mean, he got on the floor for that one ball and saved it. He had a couple. Of, he had a one yeah, that monster. That monster block in the first half. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Over Trevor the Human Foul Booker. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy! Talk about a fake tough guy. Oh yeah, that god. dude. Yeah, and he should not be shaving. Someone needs that. to. That that's the guy. Perk needs to go in and lay out. <laughs> my wife goes, "Oh my god, that guy looks just like." Nate McMillan's taller, fatter son. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna say Dick Scott. Dick Scott. No, she wasn't gonna say <laughs> the Dick joke Scott. that keeps on giving. <laughs> Dick Scott. Yeah. No. Uh, Nate McMillan had definitely had some smell the fart face tonight. He had he had a Mike Brown face tonight. I posted it. I found they found a still <laughs> shot of it. It was awesome. He looked just like Mike Brown. Yeah. Although without glasses. Yeah. Look, and, Nate Miller's good coach, and and he deserves whatever hey, you know percentage of the coach of the year votes he gets. Is he? Is he though? Because I feel like in the past he's had decent regular seasons, and he's really underperformed. Dude, I don't know. I mean, look at this. Look at this. This roster, like outside yeah, of Oladipo, no, that's a good point. none of that's these guys point. are are even like this doesn't look like a near fifty win team on paper. No. Yeah. No, he did well, a great. Although they great do have bad young, so what do I know? Thad Young. Well, I the, on say, the Nate Smith All Stars. Thad Young. Yeah, Nate Smith All Stars. Um, I will say, like, so the book on McMillan early in his career was he was a guy that would play at a really slow pace. Yeah, and he's like toughness and defense, and I feel like he his offensive sets are, and part of that is just Oladipo coming into his own, but are much better this year. Although I don't know what kind of sets you need when the Cavs are just going to trap everything high. So you're going to get a three, oh a four on three every time. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I, I wish the Cavs would, I don't know. I mean, well, I, I wish they played Zizic because I think Zizic could destroy, uh, what's his name? Miles Sabonis. Turner? Oh, Sabonis. No, I think yeah, he could destroy Sabonis in the second unit. Yeah. And with his, with his crafty footwork and post moves. Yeah. Wow. I just so, think, so why not? Utah, why not? Utah just beat Oklahoma City, so one one there. Did Donovan Mitchell play or is he hurt? Oh yeah, he was awesome. Dude, he is a baller, that dude. Oh my gosh. That guy is the second I'd rather have him than Simmons, honestly. He'd be my rookie of the year if I'd vote. To I me, might give it to Simmons this year, but I'd rather have him long term. That shot is pure. Well, not only that, he's a freak athlete too. I mean, he although he was up. although he was over seven from three tonight, I'm looking. Yeah, but that's that's rough. Yeah, but they they played a really good game. Uh, uh, who was it? My boy, Ricky Rubio had a big one down the stretch. Yeah, yeah boy, Zach Lowe's boy too. I think from from the Nate Smith All Stars, <laughs> Ricky Rubio. So yeah. <laughs> Hey, remember when Rubio came in the league and everyone was so thrilled and it just nothing really ever happened. But he's actually he he's kind of he was so overrated and then now he's actually underrated. Yeah, I think he's appropriately rated now. Okay, okay, fair. I think he's a little underrated because of how good he is defensively. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I well, don't know. Well, I know Adams fouled out of that game too, and that was that was tough for them. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, but a good uh, it was a good game, and then you know Houston's up six fourteen on the on Minnesota. So not surprised. <laughs> no, I'm not either. When they said they were going to go into Cat more, it's like that's not what the NBA is now. Teams want you to do that. Yeah, yeah, they do. They <laughs> that, do. That's, that series still feels like the one sweep of all of these. Oh yeah, actually. So although I think. I think Boston is going to sweep. Honestly, <laughs> they might, dude. The way that the way the the Bucks are just not good. I I, I can't figure it out. Well, well they don't. They, cause you, I, two words. Two words. Uh, uh, is this? For, I, I don't know his first name. Pronti. Joe Pronti. Yeah. Two words. Who's like that? I like Joe Pronti as a human yeah, being. Or... He's not a good coach. No, oh, he's the coach. he's the interim coach who took over for kid. <laughs> yeah, he well, was a Cavs wasn't ass- good longtime either. Cavs assistant. I know. I like Joe Pronti as no, a Cavs I assistant. I don't like Joe Pun- Joe Pronti as the as the head coach yeah, of the in the glory years of the aughts, Tom. Really, in, in some of that, I think, yeah. For think he, like with Mike Brown, I think so. Didn't he coach under huh. Mike Brown? Yeah, I yeah. think he did. Yeah. It kind of sounds familiar now. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom going full on Hannity on us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Look, if Pronti wants to save his job, he should he should uh he should probably play Delavadova like forty minutes a game well, in the playoffs. Not only that, Malcolm Brogdon just looks so much better than Bledsoe. Yeah. I mean he Bledsoe, does. Bledsoe just seems like I'm glad we didn't get Bledsoe. I was going to yeah. say, remember when LeBron wanted Bledsoe? Yeah, yeah. he would have been like it just a little taller. I think I don't. I don't think we would have liked his attitude. I don't know. I think Bledsoe to me is almost more athletic Larry Hughes. Oh, yeah, that, he's got that, a better that, shot than he's got a better shot than Larry Hughes. Or worse, Larry Hughes was six five and had a six ten wingspan. And he could he could play a little defense, just no one knew that because they were so frustrated with his offense. He actually wasn't a bad defensive guard at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Hughes was maybe I don't know. Yeah, let's not talk about Larry Hughes. That's a big rabbit. Yeah. That's so, let's not do that. So let's go back into one of the things I wanted to ask you about is so after game one, Ty Lu said he wasn't changing the lineup. And then today, J.R. Smith and Kyle Korver started. So my pet theory on this is LeBron basically took Ty Lue aside and said, you know, we can't play Jeff Green anymore. <laughs> and so said, give me some shooters because Jeff Green is jamming up the whole offense. And yeah, well, it was interesting to see that tonight. Uh, Jeff Green was used for what he was brought in for, which is to spell LeBron at at the small forward for you know ten ten minutes a night. Yeah, and he was he had some terrible <sighs> plays tonight. I felt like like he had a couple defensive plays. Like when Sabonis drives on you from the perimeter and then scores, and you are a supposed yeah. defensive specialist. Yeah, I remember that play. That's not good. <laughs> like that guy has you know he's not getting back to his offhand on a drive just overplay his strong hand and you've won you know I, yeah. I i didn't get that one and uh who else on the bench i mean did you guys see anything else from green that said that kind of validated that he should not be playing that much no i'm just glad that tyloo didn't play him 
I mean, I, you yeah. know, look at it. I, the, I don't give credit. I don't give Tyloo credit for a lot, but I will give him credit for for at least recognizing that was a stupid idea to yeah. say Jeff Green's going to be in the starting lineup from now on and until I say different. And I'm glad that he said different. I, I'm not so sure that that was the five I would have gone with. I probably would have put Nance in there and said, let's, you know, let's run, you know, James Love, Nance, Hill, and Corver, or Corver or Smith, would you know, depending. But, um, you know, but look, it worked for, it worked for a quarter. Yeah. And then, you know, then unfortunately when you, when you put those, all those guys in the starting lineup, then you've got the guys that come in and replace them. And I thought, Nance did a pretty good job. I thought Nance got held a lot by Turner and by by. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look comfortable with like just playoff physicality to me. No, he, he not doesn't. Yet. He's not... I feel like he's adjusting to that a little bit, but yeah, he hasn't quite yeah, better than the other guy. Better than the other guys, probably. Yeah. Like but... it's just more physical, and he's kind of like I said. I see him getting his hands on a lot of balls that he should come away with, yeah. and he yeah. doesn't. Like it's slapped out of his hands. Yeah, um, but he's like... getting pushed around down low a little bit. Yeah. And, and, but there was also a couple of there were also a couple of like things that really were unfortunate that stopped the Cavs' momentum at times tonight too. Like George Hill just got going and hit a couple of nice shots in the in the the early fourth quarter, and then he picked up his fifth foul on a questionable call because it was kind of an Oladipo flop. Oh yeah, and then I mean, yeah, I he pushed off too hard, but like I said, that that's kind of a situation where. Yeah, they but were they letting been calling so, it on the other side all night. Yeah, they were yeah. just well, they were just letting so much holding go on. So yeah. a guy then you know because Oladipo jammed into um, Hill at the initial part of the drive, and it's like okay, I mean that normally would be a foul, but you didn't call it. Yeah. So now you got Hill trying to clear out some space for himself, and then yeah, and then a flop, well, and then he calls it. And I think the fifth foul that EG was talking about was on defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was uh the one where like Oladipo, where Oladipo ran into like three guys and, and then fell just down. threw up a prayer and George Hill was yeah. standing next to him. Yeah. And so was LeBron. And it's <laughs> like, like you know, why wouldn't she get the foul? I mean LeBron was actually closer to Oladipo than Hill was, yeah, but... but nobody touched him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a terrible call. I mean Oladipo's getting some he has got some star calls that game and you know Bo- Boyan Bogdanovich uh, had a couple Oscar-worthy moments for his flops in that game. Well, that's about all he did for them this yeah. game. Yeah, and there's yeah, another guy quiet. I feel like he kind of did nothing for them in the playoffs, for Washington in the playoffs last year, and so hopefully that continues for the Pacers. He does, But that's he, the thing. As long as you close out on Bogdanovich, he's a little bit like, like love that way and that he's – He's not going to, if you close out on him, he's not going to take the contested three. He's not that guy. Yeah. Well, that's why I was really happy tonight that love on that pump fake, when he re- recognized he still had a little bit of space, he just went up and stroked it. That was a big three. Yeah, yeah that, was huge. A, that was a huge three. And I thought the pump fake was going to throw him off. And then right after that, and right after that, he got his thumb hurt and oh, didn't yeah. go back yeah. in. Yeah, that's the what I'm Cavs, saying. Like, there were all been, those kinds yeah. of like momentum shifts where it's yeah. like, oh, they was, finally uh, got it going, and then something that was happens. Particularly bad because the Cavs should have come up with a turnover there, and instead it was a bucket. They, yeah, they should have, and it was a three. I think it was a three by Collison, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember if it was a three, but they definitely got a bucket out of it. And I was thinking, now come on, 
we should have come away with that. And instead, Love's on the sideline with his hand flopped yeah. at its side. And <laughs> um, Yeah, that was not a good look. <laughs> like... no. no, it reminded me of like when his shoulder got pulled out. It was just yeah, his arms just kind of hanging. hanging. There. It's like, yeah. I, it was like Madge with Palm Olive. I'm soaking in it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, look, more, I think, old, I think, more old man references for. I think if I think if I'm like if I'm if I'm Nate McMillan and the Pacers, I'm feeling pretty good that that yeah. went in, you know, bow raced them in the first game, the Cavs in the first game, and then this was a much closer game than than it initially looked like it was going to be. Yeah. Um, with LeBron going off for basically half the Cavs points with 46, and uh, you know, I mean it. it it's they've got to be feeling pretty good about themselves, you know, but that's look, I I went into this talking in, in looking at the matchup, feeling like, like, look, Indy's a tough place to play. They've been a, they've been a scrappy team all year. They can, they can physical up on defense, but you know, they, other than Oladipo, they don't have a lot of guys that can, fill it up on a consistent basis. Turner has his nights. Collison has his nights. Bogdanovich has his nights. But typically, not more than, like, one of those other guys is probably going to go off for them. The same was true tonight. I mean, they part of why they held Oladipo down to to just 22 points is because of the foul trouble. Um, You know, but they, they, again, like, he was the guy taking a lot of their shots, and, you know, Turner had to fill fill it in for him early. But I don't feel like Indiana has like infinitely like I don't feel like the Indiana is cl- even close to the Cavs as far as talent goes. The oh. problem is is how is that talent being used? Well, on the other what side, are the, what are the rotations being yeah. being put in put put through? Like to not play, and I get it. You have to stick with a certain amount of guys. And look, Tyloo played ten guys tonight, and he played ten guys at least thirteen minutes apiece. So it's hard to complain with that, but. When, and LeBron did not play over forty minutes. So well, he played exa- exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. they're lucky they got the win. I was shocked when he let the first four minutes of the fourth go by with no real point guard and with no LeBron as that lead got whittled down. Yeah, that I, was but, like. But oh man! Why, but but how do you not find a spot minutes for for Jetty defensively? How do you not? Take adva- How do you not take advantage of of what Zizek brings no. against against Sabonis when they go with when they go when Indiana goes bigger? You know what I mean? Like you don't have to get abused in the paint if you if you're smart and if you're able to make adjustments within a game like that. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think it, what you're saying there is don't play Jeff Green. You know, <laughs> it's sure. pretty much. And then I'm okay with that too. Yeah, and I, mean, I look, think. At least he didn't play Tristan. At least he didn't try to say, yeah. "Oh, we're getting beat on the boards. Let's put Tristan in." Like, thank God for that. Yeah. Well, the other side of that, um, I felt like uh, Kyle Korver played a fantastic game on both side, ends of the court. I mean, yeah, he did. A- and you know, LeBron James, you'd say he was the only one that showed up, but I really felt like Kyle Korver and Jr. I felt like the starters outside of George Hill. But even George Hill a little bit really played a good game that game. And then kind of Larry Nance was the sixth man. And um, I just don't know if there's enough minutes. You've got to cut somebody out. You can't run a 12-man rotation. 
I, I would love to see Chetty over Jeff Green. I just don't think there's any chance you're going to see Ante Zizic. I mean, it's just that is that point to me has been made abundantly clear. You're you're. Oh, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not fool enough to believe that <laughs> yeah. that will ever, ever happen yeah. unless there's an injury. But I'm saying what I'm saying is. It, it, against a team like Indian, like look at your matchups, right? Oh, yeah. No, Indy I agree plays, with you. Yeah. Indy, when Indy plays a front line of. You know, of Thad Young and and uh, Sabonis and, you know, whether it's Turner or Bogdanovich or whatever. Like, you can take advantage of that yeah. with a Zizic who's got good post moves, who can score inside, who's, who's a great dive man. I mean, like, like, these are things that you look at and you say, well, a smart coach would do that. A smart coach would say, I don't, I don't care who, who's in there. So if a guy can help me out and be a matchup problem for a team, even for five minutes a game, I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm taking that, I'm taking that shot. Well, I, I can see that. And, and, but that's not really the kind of coach that Lou is. I mean, that's a Steve Kerr move. No, no, that, that's abundantly clear. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, not the kind of, no, no. Yeah. Ty, Ty Lou is the, the greatest, the greatest like uh Photoshop I've ever seen is that one where you see it's Ty Lue drawing on the, on the grease board and then he turns it around and it just says, give the ball to LeBron. <laughs> like that's, that's yeah. literally, that may be one of my top five, like all time favorite memes, memes or whatever. Like yes. it's just it's hilarious. Cause it's true. It and he admits is. it. At least he, at least he's man up to admit it and just say, Oh yeah, I'm just going to play LeBron as much as I can and just keep giving him the ball. Yeah. And that so was a good plan. Ty. Good plan. I could come up with that plan. I mean, you touched on something a minute ago where you're talking about the big lineup, and the Cavs finally ran that big lineup where they had LeBron and uh, Nance and Love and Jeff Green and uh, I think it was Jordan Clarkson. And then immediately after that happened, uh, Love jammed his thumb. And I was like, I really wanted to see how that lineup was going to gel because I was actually pretty excited about it. Yeah. because I, I feel like that lineup could be a problem for them, and then it just kind of never developed. Well, uh, that lineup will definitely be a problem for Toronto if the Cavs can get past yeah. Indy, but, which I, I felt going into this was kind of a no-brainer. Like, like oh, I really I know you felt did. like... Yeah. But, but, but again, like I guess there's no accounting for the fact that you know, in game one, LeBron didn't take a shot until there was like two minutes left in the first quarter or, you know, everybody on the team combined to go eight for 38 from three. And it's like, well, hey, guys, if your threes aren't falling, maybe you should try driving the ball a little more. You know, I mean, it's just I think this team, I know that some people feel they're unprepared and that's probably true. But there's also times where it feels like they just don't come out with any sort of energy. And tonight. That was what was that first quarter was a clinic in terms of like what this team's capable of if they're focused. If they say, yeah. "Hey, our backs are to the wall. We can't go down 0-2 at home and then go to Indy and try to try to win four straight." Like we can't do that, right? We're not that team anymore. We don't have Kyrie. We don't have you know a a, a, a non banged up Kevin Love anymore. I mean, he yeah. just always seems to be. So yeah. if you're looking at it from that perspective, it's like, well. Yeah, guess what? If you guys all just if you guys all just focused the way you did in the first quarter tonight, this wouldn't be a this wouldn't be a series. Yeah. But they fall into bad habits and you know, they they still play guys like Jeff Green and 
you know, and I, I've been a big Jordan Clarkson supporter, but you know, he, he hasn't looked other than those couple of aggressive drives and, you know, a couple of nice things he did defensively. He just hasn't been that he hasn't been that, that punch scorer off the bench, at least in the first two games. So I'm hoping that'll turn around in Indy cause they're going to need it. And yeah. maybe being on the road will be, be easier for these guys somehow because maybe the expectations of playing playoff games at home for a team that they're brand new to that, that won a championship two years ago is, is, you know, accounts for more than what we're realizing. Who knows? Yeah. I, I would think that might be true, but they've never played well in Indy. <laughs> you know, that that's the other side of that. But Tom, I got a question for you. Yeah. So what do the Cavs have to do to win game three? Like who needs to improve? What what adjustments should the Cavs make? You know, how what's the route to victory in Game Three? Um, so I think that a lot of guys need to play better. <laughs> and no, I mean I think George Hill needs to play better. I think J.R. Smith offensively, it'd be nice if he could get going a little bit. Um, hopefully Kevin Love's healthy. You don't need LeBron to do like what he did tonight to win a game. You just need to like spread around the offense a little bit. The Cavs just they're getting in they're not winning a lot of these slow down like half court sets where they're getting sort of bullied by the Pacers. So I would just say just that's why I really love to see someone like Chetty play, because he's real disruptive. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a physical player and I think he'd be a good a nice kind of spark in this series generates some turnovers and you know he's just the kind of guy that'll like full court press to keep the other team yeah. a little bit on their heels where the Cavs did a little bit of that tonight but especially in Indiana where that crowd's going to be all jacked up and they're going to they're a young team so they're definitely yeah. going to come out with more energy at home although they've had a lot of energy at the queue I felt like they've been they have not had an issue getting like up for these games um so, I mean, I think the Cavs can pull it off, but, I mean, it's dangerous. I mean, this reminds me, and I said this in the, um, I made this comparison. In fact, a bunch of us made this comparison in the five-on-five five that, from a threat level, this feels pretty reminiscent of that series against the uh, Bulls in oh, yeah. 2014. And that's the same kind of thing you're dealing with here where, I mean, that series could have easily gone the other way. The Cavs got a little bit lucky with, some timely JR buckets. And then of course, LeBron hitting a game winner and David Blatt, not like getting that technical foul when he probably <laughs> should have. Yeah. Well, I, I'm Holy a... crap. The Indians are still tied after 12 innings. Uh, I think a guy on third too. What happened? Well, well, they just got out of the bottom of the 12th. Cody Allen had first and or second and third one out strikeout line out to end the oh. inning. I saw they had guy a guy on third to a guy on third in the lat in their in their half. God, these Man. these extra inning games are brutal because they screw up your bullpen for like the next two games. Yeah. Well, and they're in Puerto Rico, so they have to fly yeah. back. It's only why are they playing in Puerto Rico? The Twins. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a that makes perfect sense. No, because both teams had two I, I Puerto know. Rican stars with Lindor and Perez on the Indian side, no, and then I, I Barrios and. Just... <laughs> I like it. It's good for baseball. It's good for the morale of the Puerto Rican. Oh yeah. People. Well, yeah, and it's sure. thirty degrees in Cleveland. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but they'd probably rather be playing in Cleveland. You see how much these guys are sweating because of the humidity. <laughs> well, yeah, but at least they can hit the damn ball. I mean, <laughs> these these games in Minnesota and Cleveland, it's like 
<laughs> it's got to oh, yeah. it's got to hurt to like, hit that ball when it's thirty five break, degrees. Break out. bones hitting the ball with your yeah with your frozen bat. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, your bat sickle. Yeah, you've literally <laughs> got to have a bat bat heater <laughs> to, to warm up your bat. Albert Bell's probably got one of those. I, I'm from sure. back in the day. It's probably yeah. It's probably he got its own bat. Joey. <laughs> Joey. Yeah. So uh, did he just get arrested? Like he did, but he know, got he got he got acquitted. I guess they 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 let go of the indecent exposure charge. <laughs> and you know, I kind of expect football players once they retire to get fat, but I'm pretty amazed with yeah. how fat a lot of these baseball players. Well, you know, they're yeah. all bankrupt, right, Tom? But you know what oh, happens? Yeah. 70, when you, stop the, you know bankrupt. what happens when you stop taking the roids? That is true. Well, okay. Guess who didn't roid? Greg Maddox. Have you seen how much weight he's carrying? Yeah, but he's a pitcher from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. No, no, no. We're not explaining that, Tom. We're just letting that sit there. <laughs> that was great. Wait, so Nate, well, you answer the question. What do the Cavs have to do in game to win Game Three? Um. So, one of the things that I feel like. With Jordan Clarkson, um, when they went in the fourth quarter and it was Love and Clarkson and Hood and Green and uh, Nance, they did a kind of a concerted effort to get Kevin Love the ball on the post. And I felt like those were really good looks, and they ran some design plays to do that. And we've said that, you know, earlier in the season that Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance seem to do a lot better with plays than they do with this kind of scripted uh, or this freelance Bonds. offense that the Cavs yeah. run. And yeah, right. uh, because kind of Jordan reverts to his base instincts of just throwing everything up. And, yep. and I felt like a lot of those looks were pretty good, um, you know, and then one of them, you know, Jeff Green I f- did something dumb and they, you know, I would like to see Jeff Green not out there and Chetty Osman out there instead. But, you know, I feel like the Cavs need to run more plays. The other play that I really liked was the pick and pop with LeBron James and Kyle Korver and most of Kyle Korver's minutes. Um, mirrored LeBron, which I was really happy to see tonight. And yeah. you remember those pick and pops where, you know, Corver would pop out to the left wing and yep. they got a three out of it. And then they got another look for LeBron in the first half where he got that dunk because, oh, yeah, that was great. Right back to him. Yeah. Um, He's they, very smart about that. Yeah. They, they need to do that more. They need to, you know, run some real plays and, the other thing I feel like is Corver is a real key to that game. I saw a thing. He's a career 43% three-point shooter in Indy. So I feel like getting Kyle Corver established and kind of using him to run some offense would be really good for them. That um, would. I'm not wild about LeBron in the post against the first unit, but against the second unit, I really like him against, you know, Corey Booker, who could not stop foul or not Corey Booker, not the uh, Trevor Booker, Cory Booker, the uh, blind governor of New Jersey. No, no um, <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Booker. Now, is it Trevor Booker or Corey Joseph or Dick Scott? Yeah, one of the. Things. <laughs> anyway, I I feel like Kevin's got a good matchup there, and that's where you should run him in the post. And then I'd also yeah. love to see some high low with Nance and Love, but I also the other thing the Cavs need to run lineups they ran in the regular season. 
and they well, have these yeah. guys together that are used to playing together. Like, there's two problems there, yeah. and that is he was not a great lineup guy, and the second problem is they just kept having random injuries throughout the yeah, season that that's true too. throw everything off. I mean, and they, and then we had the honeymoon period, and then promptly George Hill gets hurt, and then Nance gets hurt, and it just yeah. And then no, and they never love, really, and yeah. then and then Chetty got hurt, and they just they never really. Yeah, Love was hurt for weeks, and they never yeah. really got to. They never really established a lineup that they trusted. And I still, like I said, I'm watching them now on offense, and I'm like, these guys don't know where to go. They're they're actually running into each other yeah. on the weak side, and that that that's you shouldn't have that. Yeah, I also. Yeah. Rodney Hood needs they need to figure out what Rodney Hood's good at and just have him do that and I feel like they ran that C cut for him early in the first game and then they never went back to that. I was like, that's a play Rodney Hood could be really successful at. You know, just a little mid range pin down, but they don't run it. Like like they used to run for Dwayne Wade. And why don't they run stuff like that? It's just just well, kind of baffling at times. Play Rodney Hood. <laughs> Well, yeah, there is that, but I feel like in certain situations he can be good, but I, I don't think he's a playmaker. You know what Who? I mean? Rodney Who? Hood. Like, no, he's well, not. he did just give birth to twins, so. Well, yeah. Well, he, he didn't. A, he that got, takes a toll on your body. Yeah, he, yeah, that's two assists in one possession, so. Yeah, it was, too. <laughs> As as many babies as he had today. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. What I about think, you, E.G.? What's your. Well. Game three I, I don't know that success. I don't know that that game the the success from game two can be replicated in that I don't think that Oladipo is going to wind up getting three thousand no, in, in the you. first half in the in the you know in Indy. However, um, if the Cavs also had foul trouble, and if George George Hill getting in foul trouble really kind of messed with that the design of that that starting lineup tonight, which. Pre- pre- sort of prevented them from from running some stuff before because again I mean, like when you have like Jose is good but he's not you know he's he's not quite George Hill I don't think and or at least respect wise I think guys guys aren't gonna you know I think Hill can at least get his own shot as he showed in the in the late third early fourth quarter but you know when when your lead guard only plays twenty minutes because he's in foul trouble and winds up fouling out of the game. You know, it's it's gonna it's gonna affect some of the things you can do. So, I, I think hopefully the Cavs can stay a little bit more out of foul trouble. But the one thing I would do, and uh, someone's gonna have to have to do it at, at some point. The way that the way that the the officials are allowing this series to be um, to be called, someone's gonna have to put Old Depot on his on his rear end on one of these drives yeah. because if yeah. they don't, yeah. then he's just going to keep doing his, his James Harden light thing where he's just going to keep dr- driving in a straight yeah. line to the hole. And look, it, it, no, no, none of the Cavs can really stop him that way, but uh, heck put perk in for a possession, possession or two and have him just have him just absolutely not, not dirty foul, but hard. Oh, foul. No, it can be dirty. I'm yeah. Cool I that. mean, if you're not going to totally play Zizic, you might as well sit him and play Perk. And sure, yeah. yeah. Well, that brings up another point. Why the hell don't the Cavs foul layups more? It drives me nuts. They just no. They only foul layups after the guys already got the ball yeah. on the on the, the the backboard. So it's like, yeah. oh, it's a foul, but he's he's going to make the shot. It's always going to be an and one. Yeah. 
Oh, another thing I saw tonight that drove me nuts. LeBron's defensive hands. He has his hands below his shoulders all the time on defense. Oh, that's a Nate Smith no-no. Drives me nuts. Hand down, man down. You know what I mean? (laughs) He just was like, there's a couple times. It's like they're not even trying to contest. They're just, you know, or, you know, foul to stop a layup or whatever, or foul in transition. Like, they had one. Didn't they give up a four on five when Love got hurt? And it's like, no, you take a foul there to stop. And, of course, in that was in the second quarter, I think. And you do because Love fell down and kind of hurt right. his knee. And it's like, take a foul there. No, 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 there. it was his ankle. He stepped yeah. on what's-his-name's yeah. foot after he came down. Take a foul there. You're not in the bonus. Stop the yeah. five on four. It's just like yeah. dumb things like that. As long that. as it's not George Hill, take the foul. Yeah. No, dumb, but dumb that's, things but like that's, that. That's the catch-23 again. Like, if you yeah. want LeBron to score – go out of his mind and, and be a score 20 points in the first quarter and score f- almost 50 for the game. He's probably not going to lock in too much on defense. He's probably, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been all year anyways. So, you know, I mean, there are plenty of times where, I mean, I think I counted like three times he guarded Oladipo the whole game. Yeah. And one of them, he got beat on a, on a layup where yeah, Oladipo he would did, did the, the same thing, thing and drove straight right yeah. by him. You know? Well, he did the whole thing where I'm going to lay off just a touch and then block you at the rim. And Oladipo was too quick for him. Yeah. You know, and he, he got is to too the, quick. He's yeah. a very fast player. Yeah. And his release was too quick, too. And LeBron didn't get there. And it was like, oh, LeBron looking a little old here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed that he's able to finish on the other side of the rim with his other hand too. I mean, that's yeah. just a really sick move. If you got that in your in your arsenal, then like he didn't have that last year in no. OKC, right? Oh, and maybe he didn't see the ball a lot either. <laughs> well, but somebody mentioned it. It was like one of the non ridiculous things that I thought was said on the on the TNT broadcast by the announcers, which was he he played a whole season with with with. Uh, wasn't it with Russ and he's sort of picked up Russ's style where Russ does that same thing where he stays at the top of the key for like, you know, like eight feet out and then gets a running start. And, you know, although Russ tends to pass it a little bit more than, than Oladipo does, but man, it, that's that same sort of like straight, straight line, straight ahead speed where he just gets to the hoop faster than you can, yeah. you know? Well, the other thing is I will say Russ probably gets some better screens than Oladipo does. Cause Steven's, Steven Adams, when he oh yeah, screens, it's like that, that guy must be the, one of the more vicious screen setters in the league. Yeah, he's so. a he's a he's a big guy. And and props to speaking of hard screens, pop, props to George Hill for playing tonight because he got laid out by yeah. by Trevor Booker in game one. That yeah yeah, yeah cross a... check. <laughs> yeah, that's why Trevor Booker needs to go down, dude. He needs yeah. a perk yeah, he does. to the he, he does he does. Yeah, he exactly. does. Come on, let's everyone channel our inner Austin Carr. Send some vibes, dude. I'll tweet. I'll I'll, I'll at that man. I'll I'll say, hey, Trevor Booker, look out for flying elbows next game, bro. Yep. Yeah, you're yeah. about to get an angry Smurf upside your head. Pacers <laughs> have been bicycle in both games. Cavs need someone to someone. But that's yeah. my point. Like, I think that's the key to winning. At least one game in Indy is you gotta, Cavs are going to have to get tough. They're going to have to put 
Oladipo on his ass, and then things might get testy, and it's the playoffs, and Lance Stevenson's involved, and it's just. But that's how it is. Like it, it, this, if you go back and remember those those knockdown dragouts that LeBron used to have when he was with the Heat and oh, they yeah. played played the Pacers, it's that same. Like the Pacers haven't forgotten that. Like that's the thing. Like there's still yeah, guys Lance there. on those teams too. Yeah, and but also the Pacers fans haven't forgotten. Like th- yeah. this is a whole thing where Andy just wants to try to punk LeBron because he punked him for like four straight years when he was on on the Heat. So, yeah. and again it, last year they swept him. I mean it, the games were close, but even with Paul George, they Cavs swept them last year in the in the uh, in the first round. So, I, you know I, they're gonna I'd have to be to tough. See, I'd love to see George Hill have a big night in that building too, because he's sure. had a lot of big nights in that building. So. I feel like someone of George Hill, um, J.R. Smith, and I'll, I'll Clarkson. say maybe Clarkson. One of those guys got to have a big night to to win that game. Yeah, I'd love to see yeah. Clarkson go off, but I will settle right now for him not doing stupid stuff. I've seen him play some nice D, make some nice defensive plays. He's not forcing things. He's just. You know, he's got to find that mix. And part of that is just being really young, really pretty much his first playoffs. So I I hope he gets it. Um, I'm rooting for him. He's got a lot of talent. He had a nice drive tonight and should have had another one that he missed. But yeah, I thought he took good shots tonight. I mean, people were ragging on him. I've been on his I've been on his his bandwagon for a while. I liked him when he played for the Lakers and he can make he can make bad choices, but Usually, if you have them out there with an adult, it's okay. And <laughs> right, tonight, exactly. the Cavs were the Cavs had both other point guards in in a lot of foul trouble. So, you know, I think that's that changes if if they can stay out of it in the next game. But uh, honestly, I, I my expectation from how the first two games went will be they'll probably go in and drop game three because Indy Indy will have their will have their you know their home crowd and they'll be amped up and then backs to the wall the Cavs will probably squeak out game four and you know it'll that's what it feels like I I hope maybe the Cavs you know kind of flip the script on them a little bit but we'll see I hope so so the other guy it really depends on Love's health too like if like they say he's going to be okay to go but if he can't shoot the ball then yeah that's that's a this if he can't shoot the ball it's this that takes a, a big reason yeah. for him being on the floor. Well, out. plus that thumb injury that can hurt rebounding, and he's been such a good defensive rebounder this season for sure. So hopefully, hopefully he keeps that thing on ice for two days. Um, the other guy I felt like needed needs to have a better game in Indy is Jose Calderon, who had some good plays, but also had a couple terrible turnovers that game. He had that one where he had Love just wide open in the post and just didn't pass it to him for whatever reason, and then yeah. just ended up a turnover over on the left sideline, and it's like, you know, just make the easy play. Make the easy pass. I feel, and that's the Cavs a lot. Like, you see when they make the easy pass and just run the offense, it's so much easier, but they kind of go hunting for that home run pass. And yeah. I, I just want to see him like, uh, like Ben says, just swing the ball, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just move. Like, watch the way. I mean, I'm watching the way Philly plays offense. They get two or three shooters out there with a guy that you know can see the floor, and they just they're just moving all the yeah. time, all of them, and they're just every single one, and it it's a terror to defend. Yeah, no, it's easier to move when you're when you're 
26 as opposed to 36. But. Uh, well, yeah, but Kyle still moves. No, yeah. I know, but yeah. I'm so impressed with him. He had that huge strip late. On, yeah, uh, yeah, that was huge. That and was he huge. he had gotten robbed on a couple calls earlier. <laughs> like he gets called. I swear, there's two guys on the Cavs, and it's not so much Jr. this year anymore, who used to always get jobbed by the refs, but Larry Nance and Kyle Korver just feel like they get jobbed by the refs all the time. All the time. Like Kyle, he had that one where he just kind of like. Turner ran him over, and he got called for a blocking foul. Oh yeah, yeah. that was it's a... like oh, when you get run into and you fall down, then you get the foul. Yeah, I guess if your name's not Bojanovic, you don't get a flopping foul. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that flop that he had on LeBron. <laughs> it's like I feel I feel the slightest pressure on my back, and I'm gonna die forward. Oh yeah, how about the one where he dribbled his off his own foot, and he's yelling at the like gesticulating wildly at the ref about how uh, Kyle Corbin oh, yeah. knocked it out. And it was like, by the way, honestly... it, I, if I'm, if I'm Ty Lue or LeBron, I'm talking to the refs about, Hey, watch miles. Watch. Uh, what's his name? Miles Turner's footwork. Cause I swear to God, he moves his pivot foot. Yeah. He takes, he takes four steps every time he drives to the yeah, hoop. He has like, happy feet. What, yeah. Did anybody see the blatant Collison double dribble down in the left corner at the end of the oh, game? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was like, what was that? I mean, he just, just picked it up, spun around, and then put it back down. <laughs> I don't know if NBA refereeing has been worse than, uh, than last year. I really don't. It is really bad, and, and I think that's part of the tensions between the players and the refs now. And I think a lot of that is that a lot of these older refs have – retired or moved on or whatever and the officiating is just not as good you know yeah yeah no it's been hor- a horrific this year horrific yeah and i don't know if these and are- shameful and like what are these guys getting paid for seriously <laughs> i mean these last two minute reports have been awful <laughs> oh yeah yeah well, the other thing that turner does a ton is grab larry nance <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah. every play every time down the court I mean, Larry, Larry, that's why they need to play Perk, and then just, you know, he does that to Perk and pop him with an elbow. Well, but that's what they used to do to Tristan when he was back when yeah. Tristan was actually playable, and Tristan knew yeah. how to deal with that. And yeah. unfortunately, Tristan's between like 26 and he's not playable. <laughs> I know. Not a, seriously, the 16 million man that sits on the bench. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what he's there. been doing with his spare time. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> having babies. A girl in every port, apparently. <laughs> he's the new. He's the new new age Sean Kemp. <laughs> same same. But start calling him. Start calling him the Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tristan. I'm. I'm surprised that's not more of a distraction. I'm glad he's not playing, just for that reason alone. Like, oh, it would be if he was playing. Yeah, I feel like it would be a hu- a much bigger distraction if he was playing. Oh, did you hear the news? Speaking of distractions, that Amon Shumpert is uh, stepping away from basketball for a little while to uh, concentrate on his rap career. <laughs> to work on his rap career? <laughs> yeah, so great. That's awesome. Which means good for Shump. Well, which means the hey, it finally worked. Please stop dribbling, Shump. Please stop playing basketball, Shump. Right? Well, yeah, from now until October. <laughs> Oh. Because the Kings are out oh! of the playoffs. Edwin. Yeah? If play runs, that can only mean one thing. 
A home run. Yep. Finally. <laughs> that was. I thought someone shot you. <laughs> I oh. thought you, you had LeBron lean into you like you were yeah. Boyanovich. I thought you got yeah. I thought you got hit by uh, Trevor Booker. <laughs> exactly. This would be a huge. Or like you saw Dick Scott out the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you really would have. You really would have heard something. I so which <laughs> next time I'm up in Michigan, I got I will get a picture of that. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> so um. Have we kind of beaten this horse to death? Are there any of these other playoff series you want to talk about? I'm glad uh, Philly proved it's possible for them to lose. Yeah. Ugh. Well, you they, were, talk about my they were feeling themselves a little bit too much, I think. Yeah, and you want to talk about my all-time least favorite takes. So the day before that game, uh, what's his name, Goldhammer? Yeah. From uh, the really big show in Cleveland, Aaron Goldhammer tweets out, Mark my words, the Cavs are going to regret giving away Dwayne Wade for nothing. And I just laughed at that. I was like, seriously? And then, of course, the very next day, Dwayne Wade goes off. And then this <laughs> is how, how low rent is it? He retweets. He he tags his own tweet, like responds to his own tweet and puts, <laughs> and puts it up there. I'm like, really? Come on, man. And Dude, like, it's, it's the land on demand. It's so like sun even shines on a dog's, <laughs> you know, you know uh, moment for Dwayne Wade. I mean, he has been mostly more bad than good all season, but he does. He have... was, he was vintage Wade that game. Oh, though, yeah, you he was. I mean, he, he was. was vintage Wade. Yeah, like he was then, hitting, he was hitting step backs, turnarounds, like it was nothing. Yeah, and then you're like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one yeah. of the things that you know I wrote earlier this week is like Wade was kind of shown the door for quote unquote lawyering, right. um, and I took that as a guy who really didn't like playing for, um, Tyloo, Tyloo, and. Then of course he uh, he um, got moved on, and it's like, well, maybe he was right, you know, <laughs> from everything we've seen from Ty Lue oh, since then. So, but by the way, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. Like yeah. he was absolutely right about Ty Lue. He can't adjust in in game. However, Dwayne Wade was also a lawyer. I mean, he was yeah, he was also yeah. he, he the guy that, div that divided the. Yeah, I mean it's just who he is. He's yeah. he's the aging superstar. Yeah, with a with three rings that likes to, you know, likes it's to take shots a, a shots logo. from the peanut gallery. Yeah, he created a logo that looks like a butthole. <laughs> what? <laughs> you always say that. It looks just like the logo. In okay, Community. now I gotta look this up. That they create. Trust me, you'll you'll never unsee it now that you've heard that. <laughs> If only the background was brown. <laughs> well, if you yes, ever watch the is... show Community, yeah, they they make the Greendale logo and they make it look just like that. Yeah, well, there's also if you ever watch the league, they have this woman and her nickname is MLA Mouth Like. <laughs> right. Uh, and and once you see that, you can't unsee it. So <laughs> same yeah. deal. It's true though. Yeah. 
I can't. And Tom said that like years ago, and 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 then it on a pod, and it stuck with me. It literally, because I looked at, it, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then I can't look at it anymore without thinking that. That is so great. Yeah, it is. World it, of Wade. <laughs> world way of, of Wade. World of Stink yeah, Eye. Way of Wade. <laughs> Whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what what about the other? I mean, I don't feel like Milwaukee is getting by Boston. I mean, Boston. Uh-huh. <sighs> they might. Boston, they might take a game. I mean, yeah. Boston. Boston's had some really good performances from the young guys. Not at the same time. Like they've had, like Tatum went off in game one, and then Brown went off in game two, and then I think Rozier had a decent game two also. I mean, There's bound to be one game in this series that, that the Celtics just can't score, and and Milwaukee gets one just on the on the back of a really really like dominant uh, Giannis, or Giannis uh, performance. But I, I don't think it's I, I it's it's either four or five games at this point. Yeah, and I feel like Utah. OKC after splitting, they're go- that series is going at least six. Feels like it. Feels, Feels like, like it. it. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, Houston, I think is sweeping. Uh, yeah. Philly, Seems Mi- like it, yeah. Philly, Miami. That that's got that. That's that, I don't know where that, which way that one's going to be honest, dude. Kelly Olynyk. I've never rooted for Kelly Olynyk until until now. Until yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still can't root for Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. might have cost us a, a ring. He is my one of my all time least favorite players. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you, but I I am so I am so sick of the Philly bandwagon and the oh, yeah. and the trust the process and this whole thing. Like I love that they just... moved their own team off the floor after like winning 18 straight games. Of course, because <laughs> they were Philly. in a quarter. Yeah, because it's Philly. Because they yeah, they're, again, they're like the doing. worst thing that can happen in the world is that Philly starts to win championships again, like like the Eagles did, and now yeah. and now the the freaking 76ers feel like they can like. Like, it's just Philly people are awful people. I, I know a lot of they Philly, I know a lot of Philly people. I don't care. Let them look. They can, they can look me up online. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever met anybody from Philly that was uh, a nice person. Yes. It's tied up. <laughs> Again. <laughs> they tied what tied happened, up. Tom? Miguel Sano hit a home run. That's now one to one. Nobody out because in the bottom of course of the it is. They're gonna run out of electricity down there. They are. They almost. They almost did today, right? Where's that? There's a power outage oh, in yeah, Puerto yeah. Rico. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe they'll just call it for darkness. And they used to do, they used to do that in the little league games. Uh, anyways, to continue my Philly rant, like, and that's probably not true. I've probably met a few people from Philly that I've that I've thought were just okay. But every time I've been to Philly. It's just, just, just mean people, and they boo everything. <laughs> and then when they win, they they act like, oh, it was they, it was, it's like the worst of of the you what Boston people do. <laughs> the city of hate, huh? <laughs> the city, of kind brotherly of hate. brotherly lo- brotherly hate. Yeah, man. Wow. I don't know. Like you think you got Ben Franklin from your town, and you just you just all that, I guess. <laughs> No, it's probably too extreme of a take. I, I should back off of that a little bit and say apologies to any of our our blog blog readers that may be from Philly. And yeah, but if you are from Philly, you know he's telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the way, I'd probably be like that if I was from Philly too. It's just it's just something about that. It's town. Something in the water there. Yeah. yeah. Well, now Villanova wins again. They booed so. Santa Claus. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyways. um, out west. Uh, oh, wait, we didn't say Toronto. You think Toronto sweeps the Wizards? Oh, so they're talking about on Kornheiser this morning, like, seriously, do the Wizards blow it up at this point? Because they are stuck in NBA no man's land with three max contracts, eight seed at best, and no opportunity to get any better. Like, that team just, John Wall just makes that team worse. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's it, it, yeah. just a terrible team, and yeah. he is like a master choke artist. And I don't know what the heck he's that team is doing. So that's just baffling. We had the conversation about about would you trade the whoever they take with the first pick for and some and somebody else for for Wall, which I know you wouldn't do, and I I probably wouldn't do either. But what about Beal? Would you do it for Beal? Would I do it for Beal? If LeBron, if LeBron stayed, if LeBron, even if LeBron didn't stay, I might. I like Beal a lot. Um, I think that team's messed up. I feel like if LeBron leaves, though, the Cavs really need. Well, and he is a guard, but I feel like they need a point guard more than anything. Of course, they'll have George Hill at twenty million, and nobody's going <laughs> to take that contract. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they might take it prorated at the deadline. When you only have to pay for the for half of it, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean a team that would need a veteran guard if if LeBron leaves then look, I think if LeBron leaves all bets are off. I think, you know, they'll probably try to move move love for some for something and uh find a way to stretch pay Tristan and you know, just start over with the young guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it remains to be seen. Hopefully he doesn't, but I I have more worry now than I did a week ago, that's for sure. Cuz I just yeah. feel like I feel like Dan Gilbert's unwillingness to pay out Tyloo's 21 million dollar salary um is probably like Tyloo probably wanted to resign. And that's kind of what that health thing was. Oh, Nate, come on. I was playing video games. Don't make me jump in here and start. Ah, I, you thought, to the I thought the dead. Twins hit another home run or something. Yeah. No. No, somebody scored on him in Rocket League. But there is, yeah. there is an in play, no out. So we'll see if this guy got more than a single. I, I how, just... can you, how can you feel like. How after everything that we've been through here this year, how can you say that Dan Gilbert is unwilling to pay another coach to not coach? That's like his I, most I don't know how you can, if you were paying attention to what this team did in the regular season and the significance of this offseason for the Cavaliers, how you cannot have fired Ty Lue at some point this year. I mean, that's how bad I feel like he's been. Because that guy had had heart trouble or whatever, I, and because he won a title here, yeah, but he's been god awful in the regular season. <sighs> I guess I don't know. He's been I just, pretty good in the I postseason. Know. I know. Look, if they get bounced in the first round, or even in the second round, then there's a, a yeah. Then he probably be will be. Yeah, there's a case to be made. Yeah. But by the way, I mean, look, it, it's funny, like. 
everyone wants to say, well, LeBron's, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people that I hear on the, in the media, uh, people around town saying like, oh, well, you know, this could be the last, this could be the last, uh, home game in a Cavs uniform if they lose or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but where is he going? Like, I'm yet to have someone tell me definitively where they think he would go. Well, a lot of people are saying Philly. I don't see it personally, but... Philly still has to give up a lot to get to sign LeBron. Yeah, well, that is true. And if Philly makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals and the Cavs somehow do too, if the Cavs lose to Philly... You think LeBron's pulling a pull KD a and going to going <laughs> uh, to Philly? Or if they beat them, do you think he's going to the team that he beat? Same with Houston if Houston makes the finals. That's the only real scenario I could see is if if the Cavs lose early and the Rockets can't get past the Warriors out west and it's you know, it's the Warriors, you know, sweep the sweep Philly or the, or the Raptors. Cause I think that's what would happen. Um, then maybe LeBron says, all right, I'm going to go to Houston and maybe see if me and Harden and CP three can take down the Warriors. And that'll be, that'll be my swan song. I could see that, but even that's got to be a lot of cap gymnastics by Daryl Morey to try to figure that out. And they would gut that team. It would be those three guys probably with at least CP3 and probably LeBron taking pay cuts to make it all yeah. work. Yeah, Which is right. why I it look, look LeBron fought as a player representative for so so hard for the Supermax deal. I I just find it hard to believe he's not going to take advantage of a Supermax deal when that was a big a big thing that he and Chris Paul and all these other guys fought for. Yeah. Well, and Chris Paul too. Yeah. I mean, they screwed all these other players out of, uh, you know, the cap, uh, leveling or whatever it was. Um, you know, basically screwed the guys that were getting paid out the time to pay out future contracts. So yeah, I feel like if they're going to do that, then they better take the money. So, but everybody acts like they know. Everybody acts like yeah. they know that LeBron's gone already. Whether it's Chris Sheridan or guys on ESPN oh, or that guy. No, no. But I'm saying, like, but, but there's plenty of people that say, "Oh, it's Dan Gilbert's politics. It's this. It's that. It's oh, the other yeah. thing." Oh, we talked BS. about that last week. It's like, who's he going to play for that didn't vote for Trump and his enormous tax cut in of as course. an NBA owner? You know, um, I feel like the Lakers. I. Feel, I was out on the Lakers, and then now I'm back. I'm like, the Lakers are a real threat again, I'm, I'm feeling like. So I don't know. But, of course, every, every one of I those is I like, could be dead wrong, but I don't see it. Every one of those is also like whenever OKC loses a game, and I feel like Paul George is going to the Lakers. So, you know, <laughs> it changes on a daily basis, and it probably will change on a daily basis. You know, it's not we're not going to know until the end of the season. Right. Which, you know. I don't well, think LeBron, LeBron supposedly won't know until the end of the season. Exactly. Right? And I believe that is absolutely true because you saw what happened with the Spurs and the Heat sure. in, you yeah. know, three, four years ago. And I don't think it's any different. No, so. if you're him, why would you commit to a team that, that, look, if they show they're not ready to, ready to, to make it even as far as the teams did the last couple of years, then it's, probably not going to get a whole lot better because even if you get 
a blue chip guy, even if the Cavs got the number one pick somehow with Nick Gilbert Magic and got and, and drafted Aiton, right? Aiton's not a guy that's gonna. Go, I mean, maybe with LeBron, but still, like, there's a, there's only like maybe three guys that would make an in in an instant impact in a way that you could count on him in a in a late playoffs finals kind of matchup. So, you know, unless they're trading that piece for you know, for another proven piece, it's kind of hard to believe that, that that's going to make them, you know, significantly better in the, you know, in the, in the short term. In fact, it makes them better as a long-term rebuild project or process than, you know, if he leaves, than if, than if he stays. Yeah. Well, and then there's also the Kawhi rumors. So. Yeah. Yeah. But Kawhi seems like a, like a Kyrie head case. Like why, why are you, well, you know, are you going to just adopt that whole thing? Well, I feel like that the other side of that is Kawhi. I heard today, basically his people think that they don't want him to end up in a situation like, oh, who was the comparison they used? Um, oh, who was the guy? Chris um, Bosh? Not Chris Bosh. No. Uh, who was the guy that, Played Brandon for, Brandon Roy, yeah, Brandon Roy situation where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're playing when you shouldn't be playing, and or Kyrie Irving, or you, it, or Isaiah Thomas, you're playing when you shouldn't be playing, and now you've kind of screwed up your long term earning potential. So yeah, I, no, that's a good point. Yeah, so it's a good point. So I don't well. Know. It'll be a really interesting offseason. Yeah. Speaking of the Spurs, do you, do we think they have a shot at taking a game off of uh, Golden State or nah? Uh, I uh. the only way I think that happens is if somehow I feel like if they get back to San Antonio and kind of the outpouring of support for Popovich, they kind of play that emotional game and right. kind of get one for him. I think that's a possibility, and that's about it. Yeah. No, I originally said five because I I felt like they might surprise them well, in and one game and maybe does... maybe. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say like, unfortunately, Danny Green's like over oh, the series, so like the little bit of outside shooting they they had is is not non-existent. So, Jan Gomes double to start off the top of the fifteenth. <laughs> I wish I could find what channel it is. I I turned to what I thought was that. No, no, I'm watching the. I'm watching. Oh, it's on ESPN. Oh, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, well, it was. Yeah. Why am I playing Ori in the Blind Forest? I should be watching. <laughs> Where do you you crack me up, Tom? <laughs> Regular old ESPN or ESPN two? ESPN the Ocho. No, no, regular ESPN. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there was a featured game because it's in Puerto Rico. Okay, so Tom, you've got to tell us what was the story at the beginning of the podcast you were going to tell us. Oh, oh yeah. how how I wound up in Long Beach watching Top Gun um, in Spanish. Yes, <laughs> in Spanish. absolutely. We need to hear this story. Okay. Um, all right. I, I I know I've told this story. I, I mean, don't I told it off. It, but... So I was out. I was in California. I was working at Edwards Air Force Base, and I was um, working with some pilots, and I was going to be there for two weeks. So on Friday, one of the pilots that I was working with is like, 
what are you doing this weekend? And there was a golf course there. And I mean, I had my laptop and I figured I'd watch TV or, you know, go play around a golf or something, but not much basically. So I just said, Oh, I'm fine. I'm probably, you know, just stick around the hotel there on base. And he's like, no way, dude, you're not doing that. You're coming with me. We're driving down to the beach. We're going to go <laughs> hang out with my cousin on the beach. And I'm like, I mean, all right. You How know. old were you at this time? Uh, this was probably five years ago, maybe. Okay. So did you have kids then? Yes. Okay. I, think, I think I had one and okay. one on the way. Okay. So we get in the car. It's me and, and these two other pilots. And we head down there. And again, I mean, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like Top Gun, like playing with the boys, like we're gonna be like drinking, drinking You're gonna beer, be oiled up, playing volleyball, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, flexing, shirtless volleyball. Yeah, so we're driving down there. We finally get down, and we pulled a pretty, you know, it seems like a pretty expensive kind of neighborhood of condos. And <laughs> Brandon Geyer just got hit. <laughs> we did. On. Yeah, clock. Not a, not a surprise, by the way. Why? Why am I watching a commercial? I don't know. This is all I got. So what happens when you get down there? All right. Uh, what is going on? Um, when I get down there, his cousin is like an older woman <laughs> <laughs> who is is definitely trying to act, you know, she's dressing younger than uh than her number of you know trips around the sun we'll just put it that way so and she's in bed because she oh i did see him get hit he got hit in the head yeah wow is he okay yeah he was I, trying I to lay down a bunt and curveball got away yeah it's clear he wasn't trying to hit him it was just i think yeah. at this point everybody's so damn tired yeah yeah so, so this, this get down there and she's in bed. So we're in her bedroom <laughs> and she's in the bed, you know, talking to her. I'm getting nervous about where this story's going. <laughs> no, it doesn't go anywhere too bad, really. But um, <laughs> you got to remember so, where it ends up. You know where it ends that's up. That's true. I do know where it ends up. That's true. <laughs> so, so we're talking and I'm like, this is kind of awkward. Like, I'm just like in this woman's bedroom. She's wearing like. Little. She's wearing a jumpsuit, you know, and that was basically all she was wearing. I was able to, you know, deduce that based on some other things. Again, back to being nervous. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. So, um, we, uh, I mean, and yeah, I mean, it, it was we were there in the morning because we left super early. So then finally, she's like, "Oh, you know." You know, your your uncle Teddy's coming over or something, or he lives there or something like that or something like that. It's it's actually his, also his cousin, but they like refer to him as like the uncle. So then this guy shows up and he is like over the top. You know, how you doing? Nice to know you. Like you know, like put her there kind of guy. It's like I don't even know you, dude. Bill Blasky. Yeah, yeah, and so he starts talking about, oh, what kind of like mixed drinks can I make you? And it's it's like ten thirty in the morning, right? And I'm thinking, oh, how about I make you? It's five o'clock somewhere. I'm like, how about I make you a white Russian? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, you know, we're all like trying to be nice. Okay, we'll try it or whatever. So then, oh, by the way, so the so the pilot, he's an awesome guy, by the way. His wife was with us, 
And this was just the most awkward trip. At one point, it was just me and his wife. And she's like, do you mind if I do my workout? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, no. She's like, yeah, I just started doing this new thing. It's called like the 100 plan where you do like 100 of this and 90 of this and 80 of this and all the way down. And it, it really is like is a kicking. Jim Jarmusch film. <laughs> it's like, she's like, it's really, it really kicks my butt or whatever. And I was like, okay. And she's like, do you want to do it with me? And I'm thinking like, okay. So we start off. E- EG is like, really? We start off doing 100 jumping jacks, you know. In what the, kind of the, music was on at the time? In the living room of this, of this large condo. And yeah, by the time we got down to 40, whatever, I mean, I was dying. I was pro- I think I like got a hernia. Oh, got him looking. Come on, Frankie. Oh, you got to move the runners. Okay, so um, so then we're done with that. The crazy cousin, you know, Ted or whatever comes back in. He's been smoking his homegrown weed. <laughs> and he goes, oh, let's see what's on TV. And, um, you know, it's 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 act- there's actually NFL games on TV because it's like 11 o'clock, but I'm on the West Coast. Right. So I was like, oh, let's watch, you know, whomever. Well. I was shocked at how like not into pro football anyone oh, you're was. You're not gonna at like all. the next thirty seconds, Tom. I just see a strike one pitch to Kip. Don't tell me he grounds into a DP. Oh, I see in play outs on my on my feed. Break Two men on Nick. strike out ground into DP. Oh, oh my gosh, that is Kipness all. all the way. <laughs> oh god. He always does that. Wow, you're way ahead because he just swung at a ball in the dirt. So anyway, um, so cousin Ted, you know, who's joking about you know his his homegrown herbology, is making us all white Russians, and he's flicking through the channels and Top Gun's on, but it's in Spanish. Did you just say white Russians? Yeah, yeah. Like, like like as in the dude abides. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I will so, say this, this story, is a really could not, weird story could not get yeah. any more low rent California. <laughs> well, so then, so then you didn't smoke any meth, did you? No, I didn't do anything. So <laughs> then he he puts on Brad top Pitt wasn't asleep on the couch, was he? No, it's in Spanish, <laughs> and everyone just thinks this is hilarious that it's in Spanish. So we just left it on and we watched it. Well, then eventually his cousin, the kind of older woman comes down from like her nap she'd just gotten surgery and she just started and she was just she kept cracking jokes about how the hgh from mexico is the top quality like hgh you can inject in yourself and i thought she was actually kidding but then i realized later oh she probably wasn't actually kidding (laughs) that yeah that's like an oddly specific reference yeah so so then she's like hey how about we go to my boyfriend's house you know he's He's getting a whole, his whole backyard redone. It's beautiful. You'll want to see it, and we'll have dinner over there or whatever. So now I'm thinking, like, man, I thought we were just, like, going to the beach, to, like, hang out on the beach. Like, <laughs> and I'm just hanging out at this woman's house, and now we're going to, like, her boyfriend's house. So we drive across town to her boyfriend's like, house. Like, hopefully, who, through this whole experience, you're texting someone your location in case, yeah, <laughs> in no, case I was, you end I up was, in a human I centipede. Was definitely, I was definitely keeping people posted about what was going on. So we're heading over there, and uh, I just I noticed the guy's license plate in front of me was a vanity plate that said "Love Being Rich." <laughs> I thought that was like 
Come on, man. Like, you got to be a little bit more classy than that. So we get How the her- heck did he fit that on there? I want to know what the love being rich was. L-U-V-B-N, like R-I-C, I think, something like that. <laughs> maybe maybe he's just Rick. Maybe he's love being Rick. <laughs> maybe love being Rick. So we get to her boyfriend's house. It's on Seal Beach. And I, I kid you not, her boyfriend looks exactly like Warren Buffett. <laughs> like, like, like exactly. How do you know? Like Maybe it was. I, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I, I hear he spends a lot of time. I would not recognize Warren Buffett on site. Is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, he's a famous guy. I've seen pictures. I've seen. He, him talk. He's been to a lot of Cavs games. Yeah. Let's anyway. This guy, you know, obviously very wealthy. This is like his third home, and um, he was getting his backyard redone. But the funny thing about it, his house is every room of the house was like the same room. They all had a kitchen, a bar, and a huge TV, and a grill. So there was like one upstairs, there was one downstairs, and there's one on the So floor. it was like a quadplex or whatever. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of redundant, you know? Like, how many of these do you need? But anyway, he's a nice guy. Everyone was really nice, you know? And, and it was interesting conversation. I was there when um, the Syrian um, Assad, like, gassed his own people. We, oh, so, it was so like, like last late, week. It was like late 2013, and they were real fired up about that. So after having a bunch of drinks, they started giving me kind of their takes on you know all the geopolitical situations. Oh, jeez! <laughs> and it was uh, it was interesting to say the least to to be sober and to be like kind of listening to all these conversations. But wow. anyway, I did finally get to walk on the beach at the end. But I had to spend the night there, and I didn't know we were spending the night, so I didn't bring any clothes at all. So, so you, had to use, you had to use the jumpsuit. No, and we what we were we were all sitting together like on a couch, like a big <laughs> family. Use the jumpsuit, and we were watching Liar Liar um, in, with in English. It was in English, and uh, and I had to go to sleep in what seemed like a little girl's room. It was almost like a dollhouse room. The bed was really small, and it had, you know, really... Did these filthy... people have children? Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> so I don't know what that room was about. It's so weird. It was so weird, man. It was so weird. Um, But, yeah, so that was my and experience. And then you were back uh, on base the next day, and none yeah. worse for wear? No. Wait. Wait. When did you watch the... Did I miss it? When did you watch the... I, I got lost in the weird... Yeah. Was it before Liar Liar or after? They were flipping. In the morning. Yeah, it was, it was in, in the no, morning. It was a different time. It was in the morning. Oh, okay. okay. With, a white, with a white Russian in his hand instead of NFL yes. games. Oh, okay, okay, after okay. After I had gotten a hernia from doing this weird <laughs> workout. Jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Man, that... That is that's like a that is like you you were like the dude like that was yeah, like a and that is a, a very that is a very Californian story. I, it <laughs> is. I've been to San Diego. Uh oh, that doesn't look good. That doesn't look good. At the wall, Rajay Davis makes the catch. Wow, <laughs> that was a deep ball. But um, yeah. I mean, and so I just feel like everyone in California. It's got to be a little bit crazy. And people like UEG, you just must, like, roll with it or something. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not from here, so it makes it a little easier. But I, I, I try to stay above the weirdness where, yeah. wherever possible. But, yeah, yeah it definitely gets weird in places out here, for sure. 
Yeah, that that's an odd story. That's an awesome story. But yeah, I've definitely never heard that. So that was yeah. definitely a podcast first. I think that's right up there with the Gutterbot. So yeah, that, that I don't know. That might beat the Gutterbot, man. Well, I need to. So I need to go. I need to go. I need to go rewatch Top Gun in Spanish so that I can <laughs> quote the movie. I love watching movies in Spanish. I'll just have to. I, I, I found the trailer for it. I found the trailer for it in Spanish. So the other day I wandered across it. basketball in Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think basketball is a bad movie in English, <laughs> it is even worse in Spanish. I, I can attest to that. That was so. Last story. There's. I told you about the British guy, right? That I promised myself I wouldn't ask him how to pronounce words, and I lasted like three days, and then I started <laughs> asking him how to pronounce things. Well, anyway, we're we're buddies now. His name's John, and we talk all the time. And he thought it was so interesting that like my favorite show was Detectorists because he had never even heard of it. And then I told him about it, and so he got on it, and he and his wife like binge watched it one weekend. And he he just thought that was so funny that like he was getting tips on good British TV to watch from, from me. So now every time I see him, he wants to tell me he wants to like prove that he can tell me good British TV to watch or good like English movies. So the other day he's telling me I need to watch this movie, and he's saying like you gotta watch like poor, and I'm like, what? And he's like, you have to watch. It's called poor, and I'm like, I have to watch. Are you saying I'm like, are you saying porn? And he's like, no, poor. I'm like, I don't know what you're, you're saying. He's spell like, it? Yeah, he's like P-A-U-L. I'm like, Paul? He's like, yeah, poor. Like, oh my lord. Okay. So apparently there's some British movie, are you familiar with this called Paul? It's like a comedy. Yeah, yeah like, it's the meet, guy's uh it's Edgar Wright, I think. And, and they, they meet some like alien or something. Yeah, yeah. It's he says Simon it's like the, Pegg it, and Nick Frost. He says yeah. it's like the best movie and I need to watch it. I I don't think that was Edgar Wright actually. I think that was the one. No, that you're right. Edgar yeah. Wright. Yeah. That's right. It was, Which is but why it, was it wasn't as good. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but yeah. Yeah, it I was. I think fine. it might have been. Di- was it directed by Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen was in it, but I don't think he directed. No, no, no. He played Paul. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who directed it. We get Paul. 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 Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg Mottola directed it. I don't know who that is. Greg Matola, you would know from. Hang on, you would know Greg Matola from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. No, it was special thanks. Never mind. He directed Adventureland. He directed oh, okay. Superbad. He, oh, okay. Superbad was his claim to fame. Okay. Okay. He most recently directed Keeping Up with the Joneses, which was not good. I didn't think that was that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that good either. <laughs> it was a waste yeah. of a really good cast. I will say that. Yeah, so. I think that was probably the last movie that uh, Galifianakis will do. He'll just stick to TV now. Oh, he did uh, that heist movie right after. That wasn't very good either. No, it was back to back bad. Yeah, yeah. The anyway. one movie I'm excited for next weekend that no one will see is Super Troopers 2. I'm, I'm oh, excited yeah. for that. There's so many movies coming out I want to watch. So yeah. I want to watch um, what was uh, A Quiet Place. Have you seen it yeah. yet? Yeah, it's it's good. Did you it's see good. it in a theater? Yes. Okay, so I've heard that expands on the experience. Yes. Like, do You, know you want to see it with people in a theater. Do you know the premise of this, Tom? Nope. So A Quiet Place is Jim from The Office. What's his real name? Oh, 
Yeah. Krasinski. John yeah, Krasinski John and his wife, uh, Emily, Blunt. Emily Blunt. His wife, Dick Scott. And um, <laughs> and so the the future, the planet's been invaded by aliens, and they tell where you are by noise. So the whole movie is like totally quiet, and there's no uh, sound in the movie. But seeing it at a theater, that, kind of a, it, I guess it's a really cool that experience. Sounds, that sounds tense, yeah. Yeah, well, and then part of it is a lot of movies they're making now to try and get people to see them in the theater, kind of like Get Out and, yeah. you know, these other things. Well, so. that, yeah, they're going to have a problem. I, mean, I, I feel like a lot of pro sports have that issue right now. I mean, oh, yeah, it's a better experience on your TV. Yeah, like, I don't know why anyone would ever go to an NFL game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why, I mean, the it's just back-to-back blockbusters starting, yeah. like, next week. I mean, yeah. Avengers, and then Deadpool, and then The Incredibles, and, I mean, just a whole... Oh, you know, I, still, I still haven't seen the only movie I've wanted to see for, like, the last five years, Dunkirk. <laughs> Man, I, Tom, I wish I could give you. I know you didn't. An hour like and a half I, I spent before I walked out. You could have seen it. I think I'll like it. I think you'll like it too, but I think you'll also realize that it is flawed. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So anyway, um, so, eg, the movie you want to see with Super Troopers too? I saw the previews. It looks good. Yeah. I love those. I know all those movies. guys really well. They're really oh, funny okay. guys in person. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed. Uh, nobody watched it, but I enjoyed the Slam and Salmon. So. Yeah. Yeah. No oh, one watched that. And geez, Beer okay. Fest. And, yeah. Are you kidding me? Did you hit another one? Oh, you. <sighs> so, two errors in a row um, moved a guy to third. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Sano hit another home yeah. run. Well, it's still two outs. So yeah. we need to just get out of I here. think it was two errors in a row. I got to see it again, but anyway. So, yeah. Wild this... pitch and a throwing error or what? Oh, pass ball and then a throwing error. Yeah, I'm like a minute behind on this yeah. sling feed. Yeah, that was a terrible sequence by the catcher. So, Who's catching, Gomes or Perez? Gomes. Yeah. So anyway, um, anything else you want to pitch, Tom? I we are really long in the tooth here, but oh, that was a terrible throw. So guess what I did yesterday? <laughs> what watched? I, uh... I couldn't begin to imagine. You you injected HGH <laughs> and watched. You watched Armageddon in French. I did color commentary for a University of Dayton Flyers men's baseball game. Nice. TV. Yeah. Pretty random. Nice. That is very are you random. the are you the new Tom Hamilton or the new Herb Score? No. I think I'm the, neither. I'm the he's new the new Dick Scott. Yeah, I'm the new Dick Scott. But the other the guy in the booth As long as you're not the new Chris Weber. The play by play guy the play by play guy, his name was Tom, was like a professional. He was really good. So that must really, have been confusing though, Tom and Tom. Ah, we were good, but he he carried <laughs> he carried us. Um, but it was it was interesting. I'm glad it's hard I had work, it. man. I'm what do you think? It is well, Tom. It is hard work, and um, I'm doing it again next Tuesday, assuming nice. my wife doesn't give birth between now and then. Oh. Is this a is this a career change for you? Are you gonna no. start? Oh no, you're nope. not think... having the baby. <laughs> no, I'm not. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I am not. Well, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad no, you're not. No, not a career change. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, best of luck with that, Tom. And and yeah. Uh, you That's exciting. No. Yeah. I wish I could get you know Dayton Flyer baseball yeah. games on yeah, my. You, you can stream it. I I send you a link. The eight. It's there in the Atlantic Ten division. You can. Oh, I would do that. I would stream it just to just to hear you call yeah. the game, Tom. No, I think that'd be impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be three o'clock, I think, um, next Tuesday. So next Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so what? Twelve mid like midday my time noon. Yeah, noon your time. Yeah, and okay. I'm I'm going to D.C. next week, chaperoning oh, nice. my uh, daughter's eighth grade trip. So that's exciting. Oh, I hope, hope you have good weather. That's for that. cool. Oh yeah, yeah it sounds... it's going to be a lot of fun. Although uh, I'm taking my daughter for her for her temporaries next next Thursday. Dun dun dun. Yep. No, well, man, they're 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 growing up, aren't they, E.G.? Dude, I'm I'm like three years from being an empty nester. It's oh, yeah. so is your son in college? Is this, is he yeah, he goes to he's going to Washington State in the fall. Okay, so he's gonna start. Okay, yeah, on to inning sixteen. Ugh. Well, <laughs> I guess that's better than the alternative, but still, I don't know. It, it comes to a certain point, you'd almost rather just be over. <laughs> I was at a seventeen inning game the Indians won way back in like the mid nineties. Yeah. With my dad, it, it, it was a it was quite a game. I feel they like played this... a sixteen inning game against the Angels a couple of years ago out here at yeah. one of the games I went to. But I feel nice. like this is a seventeen inning podcast. Yeah, feels like it. <laughs> okay, this did get long. It did. We had a lot about... It was worth yeah, it. So, eg, anything hours. else you want to pitch besides Super Troopers? Uh no, I don't think so. I, I'm I'm pitching um, Isle of Dogs. Saw it, really enjoyed it. The stop motion oh, yeah. animation is awesome, but not for God. everybody. But but yeah, I enjoyed not for it. me. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. So. Thanks for sending me that that Wally tw- <laughs> the Wally tweet. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. I still hate Wally because it beat out Fantastic Mr. Fox for an Emmy. Because I find- I still hate Fantastic Mr. Fox because I had to actually work on it for about five minutes. And I hate Wally because it's the preachiest can of schlock ever come you're on the, you're talking about the movie with the robots yeah i hate yeah. that movie oh it's so preachy well i just didn't like the fact that that there were real people and cartoon people in the movie and that made no sense to me <laughs> well that doesn't make any sense either so anyway right <laughs> go calves we'll see we'll, we'll see how <laughs> no, let's talk more let's about, i want to talk more about wall <laughs> no no another podcast <laughs> good night everybody go calves go calves tom come on go what? tribe go tribe thank you for listening to calves the blogs podcast check back soon for some more fun with your favorite blogger and we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.